Today, I'm going to be speaking with Ricky Kalman, a hypnotist. My curiosity around hypnosis has been growing recently because I've been going through this journey trying to quit nicotine, and it's been far more challenging than I ever could have anticipated. And I've been exploring every option to help me quit. And one of the options I read about online was hypnosis. It's been life-changing for many people. And I just want to understand how and why it works. And honestly, what it even is in the first place. Like, what really is it? Ricky is a hypnotist. But more than anything, he's a mindset expert. He speaks on how our mindset can be the greatest tool in achievement, reducing stress, increasing productivity and potential. He's worked with Fortune 500 companies, sales teams, executives, and sports teams. His book is called Leverage Your Mindset, Overcome Limiting Beliefs, and Apply Your Life. Be less stressed, happier, and more mindful. So I present to you Ricky Kalman, hypnotist, mindset expert. I can't wait. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Colgate Optic White. Their overnight whitening pen gives you visibly whiter teeth in just seven days when used as directed. Just popping the pen into your night routine will have you waking up with that perfect teeth vibe without even trying. I drink a lot of coffee. I drink a little bit of red wine. Listen, my teeth are stained a little bit, okay? And so little tools and tricks that I can add into my routine that make me feel more confident really help in front of the camera and just in my normal life. It's a great way to give yourself an extra confidence boost and live life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Let's start with the first time you were exposed to the concept of hypnosis. If you know me from my early part of my career, most people did know that I did magic as a kid. Mm -hmm. I was a kid magician. I saw a hypnotist. I was completely blown away. I didn't know what I was watching. And I also thought, this, this has to be rigged. Come on. There's got to be a trick to this. There's got to be some secret to this. We became good friends. He literally pulled me aside. I, this was not my intention. He said, I want to teach you how to do this. And I said, why? I mean, I literally go, why? Yeah. And literally came out and said, because I really feel like you'll do something with this more than anybody else. 
did. And I was 15 at the time. Wow. And for several years, I just studied what it was to really understand what what's really happening. I mean, and once I understood it, I was like, this is opposite of what most people think. Because even when, when we say, if I say I'm a hypnotist to somebody, what do you think the first thing is they say? I mean, I think a lot of people think that's a scammer. Right. Scammer, you're going to put me under, don't want to look in my eyes, afraid yeah. to even talk to me, all that stuff. And I mean, even today on an airplane, I mean, if you tell anybody, it's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, it has nothing to do with that at all. It has nothing to do with being in a trance or being controlled by somebody. So back when I was very young, I said, well, why don't I create a show that's the opposite of what people think? It's the opposite of the swinging watch. And at the same time, make it highly entertaining, energetic, fun. But can I show people how to do this? Can yeah. I show people that really there's a secret here, but the secret's within ourselves. And uh, here I am today. And I kind of morphed into not only doing the show, but really now teaching people how to do it from studying better, reducing stress, becoming a better version of ourselves. It was, it was really important to me to, not only have fun, but show people what this is. Well, I guess my next question has to be, what is it? Because I don't know. Well, like, right, what so is hypnosis? Let's start from scratch. Okay. Driving here today. Drive by yourself? Did you drive? Yep, I okay. drove. All right. Kind of daydream a little bit. For you sure. wandered off. You knew where you're going. You'd been here before. Mm -hmm. You kind of knew what, where to exit, everything else. So you were kind of like in this highway hypnosis, right? Yep. You ever driven 10, 20 miles and all of a sudden you just blink. You couldn't remember how far you just got there? Totally. But you were still protecting yourself. Call yep. to action comes in. If your safety or security was in danger, what would you do? You'd snap out of it, whatever you were drifting off to. Yep. Let me go one step farther. You're in your car. You're at home. You're doing something and your jam comes on. Your song. But nobody else is around. What do you do? You just start jamming up, right? You lose yourself in the song. And if you know the words, and even if you can't even carry a tune, you are literally into the moment. Yep. When you hear your song and you're by yourself and you yes. know nobody's looking... There's no fear. There's no doubt. There's no totally. preconceived, you know, judgment. Nobody's judging you. No. So when you're hypnotized, all that doubt's kind of put off the side. It's, kind of, it's in the room. It's going to protect you. Yeah. It's kind of like there. But you're so hyper-focused on being in the now. Interesting. So I help people get rid of that feeling of, you know, fear of doubt or whatever. It's something that kind of enters the room that kind of controls your world. and. Be so hyper-focused on what the task is. So I guess in the best thought process, to me, a state of hypnosis is not being asleep, being unconscious, or being in a trance. Mm -hmm. Although when you see somebody hypnotized, setting them up in a situation, they might look slumped over like a ragdoll. Yeah. But they're there. They're there. They're there. I mean, yeah. It, you know, I, I can't walk up to somebody and go sleep, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's kind of like this, this really great feeling of, relaxation, clarity, and you feel like you got this jolt of energy at the same time. How do you think it works? Like when it comes to sort of changing somebody's mindset completely, because so many people have had such powerful experiences with it where they, they're able to like go against odds in statistics to quit something or change their mindset. They've been able to like fully transform their lives through this mysterious act. How does that work? Think about from the minute you get up in the morning as you talk to yourself. Do you think that as you internally speak to yourself, it sets your day? For sure. 
So if you think and visualize somebody that's being hypnotized, aren't they being set up in reality by a suggestion? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're with me so far. Mm-hmm. So if every word that we say to ourselves internally, like our self-talk, we look in the mirror, we get dressed, we figure out if this looks good on us, whatever, you know, we do it. Everybody, I don't care. Again, I'll say we all have that self-talk. Totally. It could be our best friend or our enemy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but at the same time, who's, we talk, we talk about the enemy like it's somebody else in the room. Oh, my mind got the best of me. Yeah. Whose mind are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's yours. Yeah. That's so very true. Realize that your internal voice can be your best friend or your worst enemy. So totally. if those words you say to yourself are that powerful, aren't you kind of hypnotizing yourself daily? Totally. All right, let's go back. Let's go even go deeper then with yeah. that question or that statement. Then who is the most powerful hypnotist in the world? I guess it's you. Yeah. Ourselves. Everybody has a moment in life. Everybody has a moment during the day or a week where they're kind of misguided, misthought. Maybe a, th- a thought comes in the room and it kind of holds them back. But I think it's important to step back and reset sometimes and realize that that power that we're talking about mm-hmm. this, and that's a powerful thing because you asked mm-hmm. me where does it come from? It's, it's us. It's individually. Us. This is the way I'm thinking of it, but I could be totally wrong. Hypnotizing somebody is putting them in a state where their voices are quiet so then you can then come in and you can put your voice in and you can, and then, then their voices repeat it later. Is that it? I'm hiring you. That's the greatest way of putting wow. it. Because honestly, that's, then you get it. I'm the kind of the catalyst here. Yeah. But you said something that's so important because people need to get this. Mm-hmm. If you look at hypnosis or a hypnotist to make you do something, mm-hmm. you will be looking forever. Mm-hmm. So if I have a subject that's really willing to experience, whether it's the show or self-care, understand I'm not going to make you do something. Yep. I'm going to help you get in the relaxed state. I'm going to repeat what you just said. Yep. I'm going to give you the suggestions. And then it's your job to what resonates with you to engrave it. So we all we all live by our phones, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're the coolest thing ever. They We live by them. They're probably not three feet from us on a regular basis, right? Mine's under my butt right now. Okay, I'm sitting on it. there you go. Yep. All right. So we take full advantage to update the so- software that makes those things run. A, s- a phone is basically a hard drive. Yeah. Without the software, it doesn't work. Our brain's the same way. Totally. Our brain is this massive hard drive, but the difference between our brain and the phone, the phone is limited on its space. Your brain's not. Mm-hmm. If we update the phones to work better, why aren't we updating the most powerful hard drive in the world? And that's up here. Mm-hmm. Because the brain basically works on the last message you send it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be a bad day. Well, guess what? Something bad happens. You pretty much say, see, I told you so. Yep. But I really do believe that when we kind of connect with our own internal thoughts and we realize before we say something how powerful it is. Yeah. We hypnotize ourselves. And then we realize it's my job to update my software right now. It's, It's interesting because I think about myself and this could be a personality type thing or not. I'm not sure. But- I get stubborn about updating my software. Do you know what I'm saying? Like in my brain. So like, for example, I think a lot of people know, whether we call it hypnosis or not, that the way that we talk to ourselves, the way that we speak out into the world, it's not nothing. You know, it's, it's powerful. But there's, it's so bizarre because I think so many people have like this mental block about fixing that. Like, I, I feel like people are very in denial of that truth. And I don't know, have you seen that? Going back to what you said about we, we're, we don't update our software. We don't guide ourselves mm-hmm. because we get comfortable. Sometimes we fear change. 
we fear change because we think, well, if this changes, it might cause pain. And, that, and nobody gets in line for pain, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody, but we get in line for something we want. We'll yeah. stand in line for 20 minutes for, you know, whatever it may be. An ice cream sandwich? Exactly. Sure. I, almost, I almost said that. <laughs> um, and yet at the same time, we will play out, well, why start if we're going to possibly fail? Mm-hmm. And we don't look, so, look at sometimes as change as an opportunity to grow. I think when we step back and we realize we are all students of life, mm-hmm. the people you admire, the people you think are successful, they all have something in common. Totally. They probably have something in common with their, the way they think and their mindset. And the idea of people that are successful, not everybody is successful the first time. No. So you just got to show up for yourself. And you said something just a few moments ago about how powerful our words are. Yeah. I say this to myself every single day. Words are magic to the receptive listener. And that's me or somebody else. I've never thought of hypnosis as something that you can do to yourself. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. All of it. I will fight any hypnotist that says that they have the power to put somebody under. I mean, that's little. I mean, seriously, I think I almost laugh at the the theatrical kind of, you know, magical, mystical swinging watch, the cape and all that. I'm like, seriously? When I started, I'm like, I'm going to do the complete opposite. We're going to dispel the fact that I have the power to put you under. I always tell people you have the remote control. I mean, literally, you can either turn it up, turn it down, put me on mute, put yourself on mute, change the channel. It's totally up to you. What's the difference between... Like meditation keeps coming to mind, right? Because I'm so glad you're going there. Okay, okay great. This is awesome. What would you say the difference is between hypnosis and meditation? Okay, here we go. You you set it up. Meditation. Get present. Get tranquil. Get calm. Get aware. Whatever it might be, just get really in tune with yourself and awareness. But then when you think about meditation, when somebody goes, well, I meditated to visualize my future. I meditated to visualize my relationship. I meditated to, you know, to appreciate, to have happiness and gratitude. Well, wait a minute. If you're doing that, isn't that kind of self-hypnosis? So very overlapping principles and titles. So at times I'll actually say, I'm going to put you maybe in a meditated state. It depends on who I'm talking to and what I'm addressing, because at the end of the day, you know, my success is based on your success. So this isn't about me. I mean, it's like in their power. Yeah. How many times, do you, do you watch sports at all? No. Okay. But even the if Olympics, you Olympics, yes. Okay. Gymnastics. All right. So perfect example. Yes. Okay. So when an Olympic athlete is being interviewed after they just won whatever it is, mm-hmm. think about what they might say if they were being interviewed. And if you can imagine somebody being interviewed, I bet you they give credit to their belief. Of their ability. They usually talk about their belief in what they were going to do. Yeah. Think about the celebrities, the musicians, the actors, the actresses that have come from nothing and built up this huge career. Usually they go, I just, I just believed in myself. I want to thank all the people around me. And we just really had this vision. Then they give credit to their talent. You know, the hard work, right? Totally. So if you listen, look, listen to a gymnast or whoever Mm -hmm. it might be, they'll give credit. Second to the hard work and the pain and the, you know, yeah. the ankles and, you know, yeah, the ice yeah. packs, but they give credit to their mind first. Yeah. So think about anything that you think you're really good at and where, like you, you, a, a winning feeling. Would you give belief to that winning feeling based on your belief that you could do it first? Honestly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
but it still took hard work. It still, it still yeah. was, you know, a lot of determination, a lot of resilience, but you gave belief to what you were going to do. It's almost like it's because it's the hardest thing to keep in place. Like but your is it? hope. But is it? Well, I guess, see, that's also, you're so right. Like we convince ourselves that it's, it's a mind no, no, game. No, no, don't stop there. Yeah. You, you, you hit a really strong point because I'm sure there yes. are people right now that are listening to this going, I know what she means because we do this. Mm-hmm. We, we put up this block. Well, I can't, I don't know if I'm good enough. Why try? I don't think it's possible. We've all said, I don't think it's possible. It's some part of our life. So yep. why do we do that? Well, maybe is it a defense mechanism because we don't want to feel failure? That's always what happened. I you always know? use that as a defense mechanism. I mean, it, it, so, but it, if we acknowledge it, because it's going to walk in the room. I mean, it has the key to get in the door. Oh, yeah. So when that fear comes into play or that defense mechanism that says, maybe, hey, Emma, you maybe should try this because if you fail, people are going to look at you and they're going to judge you. And all of a sudden, well, wait a minute, you're human. Let them sit in the corner. Yep. Give them a timeout. Timeout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like one of those things that's so much easier said than done. And I think that that's why, you know, people probably, people come to you and they're like, I need, I need to like, I need to start. Like I need to help. I well, need help getting started. I'm curious what people come to you for, because I can think of a million different things that I need to be hypnotized for a million, a, by the way, a million different things. And we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but like, what do you find you can help the most with when it, when it comes to starting people on that journey? I think self-awareness is first. Interesting. I think when it goes, comes down to it, 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 you, you start to realize, I think this is one of the things I talk about in everything I do. The greatest investment you'll ever make in your life, all your material things, the, you know, the expensive, whatever it may be. And we do it. We, we covet our expensive stuff. We save our money for whatever it may be. We protect it. We hold on to it. Um, but it can be replaced. It yeah. might have sentimental value. Whatever it may be, even if you saved up and you finally bought whatever it might have been, it still can be replaced. Totally. But we do forget to put ourselves first. And so I think it starts with getting people to really become very aware of self-care. Interesting. And I say self-care rather than say self-help. Self-help sounds like there's a problem. Right. I'm helping. No, no. Self-care. Yeah. Because we all, like, we all have our issues. I'll use myself as an example. I recently was like, I'm quitting nicotine. It has been so terrible. And that's actually what sparked my interest in hypnosis because this shit is hard. And I I just didn't even anticipate it being that hard. But see, I know, see, I know exactly what you're going to say. It doesn't have to be hard. No, it doesn't. You know, it's so funny. I was at a party recently and I was talking to this kid about quitting nicotine and he got really into meditation. So it's just sort of a similar concept, but under a different lens, you you know, umbrella, a different umbrella. But he was talking about how it was so easy for him to quit nicotine when he started meditating. And I was like, listen, I was like, he just has something I don't, you know, it's all this because we assume we assume it's because we look for the quick fix. We look for the magic, whatever it may be. And it can't be that easy. Yep. Listen, nothing in life is easy. Yeah. But the more you do something, we get really good at it. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. 
Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Haagen-Dazs. There's a new love in my life and it's delicious. It's the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche ice cream bar. Wow, it's good. I've been obsessed with having a little sweet treat after dinner, and these ice cream bars could not be more perfect. They're rich and indulgent. They're so creamy and so high quality. They could not be more delicious. So when you're ready to treat yourself just because, fall in love with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche ice cream bar. That's Dawes. Find at retailers nationwide. Let's say I were to come to you and say, okay, I want to quit nicotine. What would you do? Does the work continue outside of the office? Like, do you think that you can hypnotize somebody and they walk out that day and it's done? Or, or does the work have to continue in a way? If you think you're going to go to any hypnotist in the world and they're going to snap their fingers and you're going to walk out of one session, you might have success. I have shown people literally one time, cigarettes are the worst tasting thing they've ever experienced. Wow. Literally. Yeah. And yet life is unpredictable. So how do you kind of like guide yourself? So you create habits of understanding how to do it yourself. My goal is, is that even when I, if I do work with somebody one-on-one, I've worked with athletes and individuals, but I want to teach them enough skills, whether it's one, two, three, or even a whole months of, you know, of coaching, uh, that you don't rely on me. Okay. Give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Emma, mm-hmm. I want you to visualize just work with me for a second. Mm-hmm. We're going to role play for a second. Mm-hmm. Have a I'm ready. Fun. I'm so okay. ready. All right. I want you to visualize licking the bottom of an ashtray. Would you have a cigarette right now? Okay. Well, I, I only ever used a vape. Okay. So use a vape example. All right. So what if, what if, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be visual for a second. Okay. What if you dropped your vape in dirt, yeah. sand, grit, mm-hmm. um, spoiled food, mm-hmm. right? Something gross. Mm-hmm. What if you dropped it in something really disgusting? Mm-hmm. Would you put that vape in your mouth? Fuck no. Okay. So right now, I'm asking you. Yeah. If I if I took your vape pen and just dropped it in in muck water. Yeah. Or just gross. If I if I perfect example. I mean, this is, I'm gonna get graphic here. Yeah. If I took your vape and dropped it in the toilet and came back out and said, "Here, I've dropped my vape in the toilet and and I had to throw it out." Okay. You wouldn't <laughs> put it in your mouth, right? No. That's a visualization. Yeah. So. Uh, and I'll tell you why this works so well. It's like if you, th- if an athlete stands there right before the pitch, the, you know, the, you know, the big game and they just visualize success, they visualize determination, uh, they visualize grit, mm-hmm. you know, game on fierce feelings. Yeah. They're probably going to go out and play a great game. Yep. Or if they stand there and go, that opponent's really hard. They're going to be tough to beat. What are the, they've just given themselves two rows of destination, success and failure. Yep. So. I use visualizations a lot with people Mm -hmm. in that relaxed state. So right now, you're hypnotized. Your eyes aren't even closed. Do you want a vape pen right now up against, you know, your lips if it was just dropped in the toilet? Yeah, I don't need it right now. I'm not interested in that right now. My job is then to show you how to engrave that. So if that desire comes in the room, guess what comes in stronger? The visualization. 
everyone has hypnosis all wrong. Everyone is judging this concept beyond belief. Totally agree. I think hypnosis is just mindfulness at the end of the day, but it's guided and controlled with a goal in mind. You just said it, guided and controlled. So if I ask you to close your eyes right now, I'm not going to do it, but if I ask you to close your eyes, I'm going to help you relax really, really well. I'm going to help you get really, really comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you just completely de-stress. That's my, that's where everything starts. That's like the secret ingredient to baking a cake right yep. now. And at that state where you stop thinking about your to-dos, your tasks, mm-hmm. emails you have to do later on, who you're supposed to meet tonight, mm-hmm. whatever, you don't think about those things. Yeah. And we just focus on that visualization of you dropping that vape pen in toilet water. Oh, thank God. And it becomes yeah. such a strong conversation that's repeated over and over. So again, going to what you said, I think that there's a lot of misconceptions, predetermined thoughts based on what hypnosis really is. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's just a guided guided meditation. Now I'm excited because I'm not afraid of it. I think I've always been so afraid of the idea of hypnosis because I'm a very anxious paranoid sort of person, I have a tendency to, if I feel out of control, I panic. And so to me, the idea of hypnosis, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to be out of control. You're absolutely right. There are a lot of people who say, well, I would never be hypnotized because I don't want to feel out of control. Mm -hmm. Well, to be honest with you, you have more control than you think. Well, I honestly think in a lot of ways, you know, based on what I'm hearing so far, like hypnosis can give you more control if you are using it, if you understand it and you use it within yourself, like you now have more control. Absolutely. You know, there are so many things that we cannot control in the world. We can't control somebody else's opinion. Mm -hmm. We can't control what we hear, Mm -hmm. but we can control how we perceive and react in our own reality. We have control over how somebody else's words are going to affect us Mm -hmm. or do we believe in what we can do based on our own internal voice. Think about what you want to do as you grow your brand and who you are. Mm -hmm. You don't have to share that, but you have internal beliefs. Mm -hmm. Those internal beliefs are fed and fueled by you. And the more and more you focus on that, even when something doesn't go your way and it's not going to all the time, Mm -hmm. how do you make sure that you are always in control over your destiny? And you are. What do you believe is the best way to keep the software in your brain at the most optimal point as often as possible. Like how, how do you recommend upkeeping your brain software? All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to go back to it again, because this is my philosophy. If you just spend five or 10 minutes a day, Five or 10 minutes a day to kind of reset. And you can do it multiple times. So you can do it in the morning, afternoon, you know, after a big, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. a big accomplishment. Every day we should be setting time. In fact, here, I'm going to give everybody a task. If you're listening right now, I'm going to give you a takeaway. And don't dismiss the simplicity of this. Mm-hmm. Use your phone on a regular basis. Do you set reminders on your phone? All the time. All right. So there's calendar reminders. And somebody, you're sharing an alert with somebody. Somebody sends you an invite. You have to do this at this time or meet them somewhere. We rely on that message. We, we hold ourselves, our name to it. We, sh- we show up. I mean, you don't just go, I'm not going to show up and not call that person. No, we made a yeah, contract. Yeah. We made a promise. Okay, my point's made. How often do you set a reminder on your own phone for yourself to stop, reset? Never. Okay, today's the day. Yeah. When, this, when we're done recording, mm-hmm. I'm going to watch you do it. I can't wait. I want to see you put a reminder every day and repeat it every single day. Yeah. And you can move it. Might not be in the afternoon, might be, might, might be in the morning, might be before you go to bed at night. Mm-hmm. But what if every day you spent five or 10 minutes 
just focusing on some new software, maybe being a little appreciative towards the things you had experienced that day, maybe just kind of resetting your, your thoughts. You know, sometimes in life, we look for the big, huge thing that's going to happen to make us happy. And we don't celebrate the small little things we do. So I think it's important to, what's my win for the day? Yeah. Do you think hypnosis is targeting the conscious mind or the subconscious mind? Wow, there's an overlap there. Or both, yeah. No, I think it's an overlap of what's unconsciously happening because in essence, how, let me ask you a question. How unaware are we or do we think we are of being unaware? I think most people are very unaware, myself included at times. We're, it could be anything from the things we say to the way we respond to things. I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, Let's say I asked you to go to dinner. And I mentioned the name of a restaurant and let's say three years ago you went there and it was horrible, Mm -hmm. worst experience ever. So when I mention the name of the restaurant, what happens? I mean, guttural, no. Right. Yeah. You've not, your subconscious pulled out of your memory bank, that software, threw that memory forward so fast because that's what it does. Yep. And I already responded and said, no way, I'm not going with you. I'm not going there. You didn't even ask me, well, why do you want to go there? Is there something I don't know? Maybe they've changed chefs. Yeah. Maybe it's a different owner. New owner. I mean, we, but we've all done. I've actually said it. My, I'm not going back to that place ever again. But sometimes we have to hit the pause button again. I, I mean, know. I'm just, you know, I'm having this conversation with myself, like going, okay, don't be so close-minded. Don't be so fearful. It can get out of control, though. Yeah. I'm not telling somebody to be so self, you know, uh, uh, critical. Mm-hmm. of their thoughts mm-hmm. because we don't want to do that. We don't want to get to a point where we're like judging now everything. We're questioning everything. Yeah. We, what am I saying? The right. Th- no, I just want, you just kind of like you want to create this software that's constantly evolving and growing because everything about you, Emma, your personality, your likes, your dislikes, your feelings, your emotions, your arguments, mm-hmm. your resolutions, your mm-hmm. commitments, your gratitude. Mm-hmm. Think about it. It's probably played out in your head on a regular basis all the time before it even happens. It's so true. Before you're given an opportunity to something, what does our mind do? Mm-hmm. It starts to run through our head. What would this be like? Is this possible? Can I do this? Am I worthy? And what wins is the self-belief. This episode is brought to you by Bi. It's Wonder Water. So I was wondering, what made Bi so great? And it's actually pretty simple. Bi is infused with antioxidants. And whatever flavor you're picking up, for me, it has to be Buy Raspberry Lemon Lime by Sydney Sweeney. You'll also find that it has electrolytes and no artificial sweeteners. So for flavorful hydration, choose Buy. It's Wonder Water. Learn more about Buy and discover all the exotic, bold flavors at drinkbuy.com. This episode is brought to you by Natrol. Sleep is so important. Without a good night's sleep, during the next day, it's more difficult to function properly. And there are definitely cranky vibes, which is a problem if, like me, every now and then, You might struggle to get sleep and stay asleep, and you've probably tried a few different things to help without success. Well, there's sleep, and then there's Natrol sleep. Natrol is America's number one drug-free sleep aid brand, helping you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. Natrol melatonin gummies are made with clean ingredients, like 99% pure melatonin, to work with your sleep cycle, helping you sleep better, making the next day your best day. Natrol sleep tonight, live tomorrow. Click, tap, or visit natural.com to shop now. This product helps with occasional sleeplessness 
These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent diseases. It's one thing to tell yourself that you believe in yourself. It's one thing to say that you're grateful for something. It's one thing to say you believe this will come true. But what I've noticed in my own life is that the only time that that truly works, that sort of manifesting truly works, is when I believe it in my gut. Do you think that if you say something to yourself enough, it becomes true? Or do you think that there's something else that needs fixing in that situation? Our old limiting beliefs will either take us to a place of failure or doubt, or we have an opportunity to grow. So I'm going to ask you a question. We've been sitting here for a while. I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to come up with the first answer without even thinking about it. Get ready. Are you going to quit nicotine? It was not obvious for me to say. I almost said no. I literally was about to be like, no, because I don't want to. Okay. So there you have it. Oh, it sucks. But, 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 but yes, but I will. now, okay. So now let's, because everybody, I'm sure there are people right now that can really understand your hesitation. Mm-hmm. So that was genuinely real. So the more we work on ourselves, the more we start to realize what we're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. I know deep down, just in our conversations, you're going to, you're going to stop nicotine. I know I will. I, have I know. To. I know. Yes. But that pause in there, that that little pause, that's what I'm there to do is help you with that. It's figuring out where the, why there's that hesitation. Right. Is to help you with that internal talk. And then you figure out if you really do understand this, you're going to go, I, I want more. I Feed totally. Me. Let's go. Well, it's already like melting my brain out of my ears and, the, and then reformulating it in a whole new way. But again, it goes back to it. It's like. You just, you know, you just have these conversations. You figure out what's, what direction you want to go. Yeah. And you kind of touched on it. Does that self-talk really have that much power? And the answer is you've already teed it up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 100%. To zoom in on like limiting beliefs. Yeah. Do we have to have some or do you think we don't need them at all? Like, is it unsafe <laughs> to have no <laughs> limiting beliefs? No. Like, I think that they're going to be there and that's, that's part of life. Mm-hmm. It's just how to navigate when something throws you a curveball. You know, when something is a storm, how do you rise above the storm? I mean, yeah. I, I'm not trying to be cliche here, but how do you rise above, the, you know, the, the, everything else going on in life and find the good of what just happened? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you fuel the fire? How do you show the force of nature, you, you know, who you are? I mean, you know, even if it's just something is, that you think is so small could be huge in the back of your thought process. Mm -hmm. What I've noticed with myself is I'm the least in touch with me when I'm drowning myself in entertainment. But I've noticed that that's something I do as a coping mechanism. Like when I don't want to software update my brain because that sounds like too much work. And when I don't want to address all of these changes that I know I need to make, sure. I drown myself in entertainment. Yeah, sure. Do you, you binge watch? I, For me, it's like, it's scrolling on Instagram. It's going on Pinterest. It's online shopping. It's watching YouTube videos. 
that aren't educational. Cause I do love watching like an educational thing on YouTube, but I'm definitely not doing that when I'm trying to drown. Right. Like right. I'm not, I'm, it's all, it's only things that are just, it's junk. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's right. junk for the brain. It's not sure. helpful. It's not teaching me anything. It's, it's, you know, it's that. I feel like we're in such an overstimulating time that it's harder than ever to properly hypnotize yourself, properly okay. meditate. Okay, but see, I know you're going to say it to me right now. You're going to be like, it's not, it, it isn't yeah. hard. It doesn't have to be hard. Go back to your- That's what, a limited what, belief. What are we going to do oh after God. this? What are we going to do when we're done recording? You're going to do it. Where's your phone? We're going to make an appointment. And make an you appointment. Can, you can change the time because you're in control. Yep. You set it. But think about if you just sat for five minutes. If we made an appointment for five minutes on your phone and that alarm goes off, you know that's what you should be doing. And when you do that, then everything else just kind of is put off to the side and you focus on you. And whatever the task at hand is afterwards, whether it's calling somebody important, having a relationship with somebody, prepping for the next project, whatever you have, Mm -hmm. watch how easy it is everything else after that. Watch how more focused you are on whatever you're going to do after that five minutes. It's interesting because I've gone through phases where I've been so dedicated to taking those five, 10 minutes. And it's never lasted longer than like a few months. What's so interesting is I know how helpful it is and I know how beneficial it is, but yet I get lazy and I'm like, you want "Ah." it to be automatic. You want that like to be an auto thought. Yeah. That like driving our car, let's go back to the beginning of this interview. So I said to you, driving your car becomes an automatic response called highway hypnosis. Mm -hmm. First time you ever got behind a wheel, you're probably nervous. Nobody can talk. Don't turn the radio. Don't talk to me. Don't distract me. The second day you're like a pro, right? So same thing. You start to repeat something over and over again and maybe it won't disappear. Maybe it, it becomes part of who you are, your personality. Everything you do on a regular basis is repeated. You got really good at that. And you either get really good at the bad habits or you get really good at the good habits. At the good habits. Because how often do you hear somebody saying, I have a habit of not vaping? Yeah. Do you ever hear somebody say that? No, you hear, I have a habit of vaping. We give it power. Yep. When it comes to, you know, the good habits, it sounds like to me the best path to take towards establishing those good habits is to remove the limiting beliefs telling you that establishing those good habits is going to be challenging or impossible and then just doing it and that's it when it comes to bad habits what's that what's that process okay so you have a bad habit if you stop the bad habit what have you replaced it with you know sometimes people say they don't want to stop you know smoking or using nicotine or vaping is because they're fearful that they're going to start eating Right. They take one vice and replace it with another one because it's a satisfying thing. Mm-hmm. They use food as a comfort. Is yeah. vaping a comfort to you? Yeah. Now, so let me ask you, uh, I'm not going to use you in the example here, but I'm going to use somebody else. Yeah. If I ask somebody about smoking or vaping, I would usually ask them, where do you do this? Mm-hmm. Do you take a break? Do you do it in your home? Do you do it in your car? Do you do it? You walk away from everybody else and you walk outside mm-hmm. just to have some personal me time? And so you go a little deeper with that conversation. So are you using the vaping as an excuse to get away from your reality to calm yourself down? Mm -hmm. And that inhale of oxygen, which our brain craves, our body craves, Mm -hmm. because oxygen is a source of life, source of everything. We need it. Exactly. 
Can't live without it. Yeah. So are we really craving a little more oxygen to calm ourselves, to reduce stress? Is it really the vaping or the nicotine that's reducing the stress? Or is it the timeout? Is it the personal awareness? Mm -hmm. Is it a distraction from whatever, you know, it, it might be? And then when you do quit using that as the excuse, what are you replacing it with? And, and usually somebody will say, I don't, I don't, I usually, you know, food is usually my other comfort. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe it's just breathing. Yeah. Everybody's different. But are you craving the vape? Or are you craving more oxygen? Are you craving timeout? Yeah. Are you craving relaxation? You know what it is for Does me? Does it relax you? It's, or, it's the, I've always had an oral fixation. Like since I was a kid, sucked my thumb my whole childhood till nine years old. Quit that. Very challenging. At like 15, I start vaping and it replaces that oral fixation because I'm a very anxious girl. We look at quitting a bad habit as like a loss almost in a weird way. You know, like I think from my perspective, I've almost felt a sense of loss when I decided I was going to like stop vaping. Because you're probably playing out something that hasn't even happened yet in your back of your mind. But I feel like, oh my God, my life, I'm going to have, I'm, I'm going to be missing something. Right. But I think it's so valuable for somebody who's trying to quit a bad habit to be like, no, I'm not. It's not a loss. I'm replacing that with something else. So it, it, that replacement is so huge. And I didn't even think about that once during my ongoing journey of stopping um, completely. One day. Um, soon. Soon. One day soon. Uh, but. We have time. time. We have time. I have time. But I think that replacement's huge because it's like, it's those moments when you're anxious or like, I'll use me as an example. It's the moments when I'm anxious and all I want is a vape because I used to just hit the vape. Think about what you're, you're asking. You're asking for a timeout. Well, I'm very inspired. That's for sure. Because I think I've been enabling myself in a lot of areas to have bad habits you know, to not be as self-aware as I know I want to be and should be. I don't know. I've sort of more recently convinced myself that that's too hard. And I think it really comes down to being able to spot the lies that you tell yourself is so, it's so powerful. But I also think it's one of those things that once you're aware of it, you can't unsee it. Do you know how many people right now are listening to this that can res that this resonates with them? How many people are sitting, listening to this, driving a car, walking with friends, just have, listening to this conversation going, I understand that. I understand that. I have a big decision. I have to, I have to apply for college. I have mm -hmm. to make a decision on this and it's going to be hard. Or I have to go to work to do a new job I've never done before. Mm -hmm. It's a limiting belief there. It's not just about breaking a bad habit. It's about exploring what's possible. But think about how many people right now have an overwhelming task of change and growth. They're not alone now. I feel like there's nothing else to say. Oh, there's I, more. We can go actually, ahead. Actually, <laughs> to be honest, we need a part two. Because we need to do a whole episode about falling in love and how that's hypnosis. That's the next. That's the next episode. We're doing that. That's You'll come. I'll pull you back in right. one day. Because we have I mean, to do. Let's see. Careers. Uh, love life relationships 
Um, yeah, you can, you know, you can. Health, it's never wellness. ending. No, it's not. Thank you for doing this. Oh, you're awesome. This is Thank not you. the last time. Okay. You did. You melted my brain in all the best ways. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that.